Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Good afternoon, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How your week been going, Ben Ready? Stressful as fucking fuck. <laughs> God damn, that's heavy shit. Yeah, it's fucking stressful as fucking fuck. Man, trying trying to find a home for Townhouse Media Studios. Trying to find a home. Uh, facing shit I don't condone. Just trying to lay my hat wherever I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Ball game. How about yourself, man? Man, shit, you know, same old typical week and shit. You know, uh, getting the house together and, you know, the, yesterday I think I uh, had some family time, so that was a plus. You know, a, a nice little change from my normal work, go home, work, go home. We went to see Toy Story. That was a cool little movie. Storyline was cool? Yeah, wasn't bad. Good. I damn near dropped a spoiler right now, but... I know there's people who take shit like that serious, so I'm gonna go ahead and let they ass slide. But um somebody die on me? Ain't let nobody die, did Nah, nobody oh, died. Okay. But you know, it's it's something significant happened that may end the series. It wasn't a death, but it was something that okay. it was some shit. But I'm not gonna spoil it because it's heavy. Having gay characters in there? Nah. No, yeah, no, put the uh, gay what would you call that shit? That was the the agenda was not pressed okay. in that movie. So, you know, that was refreshing. But um, part of that is, you know, it ties into the title of the episode, Relationships. You know, like I feel like a lot of what goes on in the life of human beings is relationship based. A lot of where you're going to be in life is strongly influenced by relationships, whether that should be family, friends, colleagues, business partners, even fucking enemies. You know, because, like, um, they say it ain't what you know, but who you know. Mm-hmm. And that shit true as a motherfucker. Like, a lot of people take the shit for granted, but the motherfuckers that you keep around you have an immeasurable effect on your life. Facts. Like, you know, the the right relationships could put you in a position of being wealthy. And the wrong relationships will have your ass in jail or dead. Mm. You know, like you look at relationships, like just say hypothetically, Jay-Z. Like you always hear, you know, Emery and Tata and hip hop. And like, think about where them niggas would be without Jay-Z. Or vice versa. Like, you know, who would he be without the niggas who he fucked with? Or like a LeBron James, with right. Chris Paul and Maverick Carter. 
Imagine different relationships. Like, you know, let's just say hypothetically, imagine LeBron James decides to be a gang member. Because a lot of that is relationships. The motherfuckers who you introduce to, the the adults in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, like re- relationships are important. The right relationships are important. And treating relationships the right way is also important. You know, imagine being friends with a motherfucker who becomes wealthy, but you shaded them motherfuckers on first meeting. Mm. Like, it, it 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 will fuck with you. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, just like when it comes to females and shit, or not even females, but sexual relationships or romantic relationships. Like, think about um, that picture that was circulating about four or five years ago of Beyonce's ex-boyfriend from high school. <laughs> Niggas ate his ass up on Hell my. yeah, like, <laughs> nigga, what the fuck did you do to lose her? And it's like, you don't know. You never know what the fuck a person's going to become. But that's the reason you never want to leave no relationship on sour terms. Right. Even when the relationship has to end, you never want to burn a bridge. You know, and that's that's why I'm I'm doing this episode on relationships because you know a, a a lot of this shit in life period is who you know and how you treat them, people in general, whether that be friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, any of that shit. Because like your your first relationship in your life, your parents, probably mm-hmm. one of the most important relationships. In your life, the the relationship with your mother and your father, or your mother or your father, because you know some motherfuckers don't got either, or whoever adopts you. Mm-hmm. But those first relationships are going to be the ones who mold who you are in life. Right. You know the the type of person you are, the type of principles you're gonna have, the type of you know what you accept and what you let go. Like you know, and as parents, we have to value the relationship that we have with our children because we, they first teachers. So when you a child, you gotta, or not gotta, because you know, this ain't advice that I could give to a child, but you know, it's just that, that dynamic that you have with your parents, even after you become conscious of what's going on in the world, you know, them motherfuckers being your age, but you ain't never been theirs. Like it, it seemed like about maybe 12 years old, you at the point where you feel like you know all the shit. Yeah, that 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 cross that's the crossroad. Yeah, like when when you hit that like junior high, you really feel like you a grown ass man. Like, nigga, how the fuck my mom gonna tell me, nigga? I know, nigga. Like you really honestly feel like you a grown motherfucker when you a little kid and shit. Like twelve years old, nigga, it, it wasn't shit you could tell me. Nigga, I felt like I was more adult than both my parents. Nigga, whatever advice they would try to give me, I felt like I was too grown for that shit. You know, and it's it's a fucking trip. Like, you know, I look at the the relationship after that. Your your siblings, your cousins, your extended family. Because those are the next relationships that you get into in your life. And them is the ones, like, I, I look at it like this. People choose friends over family and vice versa. Mm Because I look at friends as the family that you choose. Mm -hmm. But the thing about family is they going to be here when your friends ain't. So no matter what the fuck you do with your friends, no matter how negatively you're treated, even with family, your family, they going to be your blood no matter what. 
Right. Y'all motherfuckers share last names, blood, phenotypical, all that shit. So, you know, you, you always want to have a good relationship with your family. Because this whole shit is basically me reiterating that you should never sour no relationship with nobody. Because you never know what the fuck you going to get out of certain relationships. Like, me personally, like, I've always been the type of person who I'm real, like, I'm a I'm an individualist. So I'm always the type of motherfucker that feels like I, I do it on my own. I get it on my own. I don't need nobody and shit like that. But a lot of what's put me forward in life is relationships that I have valued and treated well. Because as much as I'm an individual person, like, I don't really put too much stock in other people at the same time. When it comes to people who are on the same wavelength as me, those relationships, uh, I treasure those. Like, if I know, okay, my homeboy over here, he's in, in real estate. And my homeboy over here, he's in the stock market. Relationships like that, them the type of motherfuckers who I'll answer my phone when they call. Like, a lot of times, just as people, we we tend to be loyal to motherfuckers based on, um, like, time over actual value. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you, you, you'll talk to a motherfucker, and they'll be like, man, I knew this nigga 20 years. And you telling them this motherfucker ain't shit. This nigga is the reason this, 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 and this ain't working for you. But you'll, you'll be loyal to the motherfucker just because of how long you know him. And a lot of times that's not good. You know, like everybody is is pushing this loyalty shit. Like you look online, half the memes on the Internet is about loyalty. Like, you know, loyalty over this, loyalty over that. I, I feel like loyalty is some shit that should be treated strategically. Mm. You know, like I'm not saying fuck people over, but at the same time, I look at loyalty as priority. And some people don't deserve to be a priority. Especially people who don't make you a priority. Because I feel like relationships is something that is based on reciprocity. So if if I'm always the one who has to call you, why? The, why? Right. I feel like if I got to be the nigga to pick up the phone every time we speak, I'm not your friend. I'm a fan. Mm. You know, so like I don't even fuck with people. If I always got to be the one to pick up the phone, if I always got to be the one to initiate contact, what, what, what the fuck is we doing? Especially if you not really providing me real life value, because I believe in persistence. But if you're going to be persistent, you should be persistent in something that's providing value to you. Right. Like I'll be persistent in calling a job because I know that that's going to bring me bread or I'll be persistent when it comes to trying to sell something to a customer. If we in a, a, a relationship of entrepreneur and consumer and you say, oh, I'll buy it on Thursday. Cool. I'm going to hit you on Thursday. Oh, you know what? Maybe Friday. All right, cool. I'm going to hit you on Friday. Because I'm trying to get something of value from you. So, yes, I'll be persistent. But if we just two niggas that work at the same job, or we just two motherfuckers that went to high school together, and now we're 30, and I'm calling you every time, that's not a fucking friendship. Right. Like, that's me bugging you. And I tell people that shit. Like, nigga, there's there's no relationship that I have in life where I'm calling a nigga every time. Like, I'm always the one to initiate contact. Mm-hmm. Because that's not a fucking friendship, nigga. Like, I'm a fucking, I don't know what you would call it. The synonym for fan. 
Like whatever the fuck that is, I'm that. Like I'm a follower. Like on like on Instagram, like I follow you, but you don't follow me back. Yeah, that's most definitely a fan. Yeah, like nigga, why why the fuck do I always gotta be the one to call you? Just like when I, I hear women say that about their boyfriend. Like, oh, you know, I always gotta call him and ain't your fucking boyfriend then. Like, there should be, we should both mutually have the same feeling towards each other. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to a romantic relationship, it shouldn't be transactional. It shouldn't be basically, I call you my boyfriend because we're fucking. Because that's what a lot of relationships is. You know, sorry to break the fucking news, but it's like a lot of times when you in a relationship with a dude and he's just fucking you and y'all barely really have conversation and you always got to be the one hitting him up. You post him, but he don't post you and shit like that. That ain't that message. <laughs> nigga, that, that ain't the fucking play. Like that shit is out of here. And I look at that shit in, in a bunch of relationships. Cause you know, like I tell motherfuckers as far as the relationships that, you should take serious. Like when I was younger in high school, people used to always low key clown me because I always kicked it with the nerds. But I told motherfuckers like at the end of the day, nigga, nerds is the people who, who change the world when you get grown. Nigga, nerds are the ones who end up being doctors and lawyers and fucking accountants and all of this type of shit. Like I, I always fuck with the niggas who applied themselves in school. Big facts. Because, you know, like, it's like the, the niggas who, who just fucking around, it's 50-50. Because, you know, I fucked around in school, and I turned out all right. But a lot of the niggas who I was fucking around in school with, not so all right. Like, you know, you, you got to see the type of potential that a motherfucker got. You got to see the type of shit that a nigga's on. Like, some motherfuckers have those qualities in them that show you that they going to be all right. Some motherfuckers can't function unless they doing swell. And those are the type of motherfuckers who you want to be around. You want to be around the type of motherfuckers that's on the same type of shit you on. Like, you don't want to be a bookworm and you kicking it with a motherfucker who is straight on some fuck school shit. Right. Like, nigga, I I need to focus on these books. Why wouldn't you be kicking it with another nigga who going to be doing homework while you doing homework so y'all could do homework together? As opposed to you doing your homework and this nigga knocking on your door like, man, fuck that homework. Nigga, come outside and play basketball. Like, nah, nigga, I'm trying to do this, 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 and this. Like, I got goals, nigga, I got plans, nigga, I got something I want to do with my life. And you want to fuck off. Nah, nigga, like, and this is the shit that I be telling motherfuckers, like, when I give advice about relationships in life. Like, when, when you a young motherfucker, a lot of the relationships that you start as a young motherfucker be the ones that's really going to take you somewhere. Because a lot of people... By the time you catch a motherfucker when they already successful, they don't even they, they don't even trust you like that. Facts. Like, Super you know, facts. Nigga, when, when you get rich, it's hard for new friends to just pop into your life. Shit, we not rich and, and they see the podcast going out like, oh, you going to let me come on the podcast? Exactly, nigga. All of a sudden, hey, man, I love your show, man. When you going to let me come on there? And I'm like, never. Give me 10 minutes of what the fuck I was talking about on the episode and maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> For real, nigga. Like, what what was my last show about? Cause niggas niggas love to to ride the wave when the when the shit is going positive. I did I did that shit. Like, I think I talked about it before. Like I told the homie was like, hey man, I'm coming out with this new uh this new music, man. You gonna let me go on a podcast? 
How many of my episodes you heard? Uh, uh, I heard uh, one at uh, um, number, yeah, nigga. And how long you listen to it? I didn't hear the whole thing. Okay, exactly, nigga. No. Yeah, exactly. No, like, why do you want to be on my platform and you know nothing about it? Facts. Nigga, how do you even know I'm getting any numbers? It might literally be one nigga listening. And that one nigga might be me after I get home. So why 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 are you so excited to get on my platform? Like, you know, niggas see that you own the upturn. Like, they see that what you got going on is something special. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. And that's another, you know, relationship dynamic. Yes, men. Leeches. Mm. You know, you don't want to be around motherfuckers who fucking with you just because they see that light in you. You know, them motherfuckers, they, they want to come shine in your light. They want to reflect off of the light that you providing. And that's not the type of relationships that you want. Like, you know, like the type of motherfuckers that, like I tell niggas, I don't fuck with niggas who I don't see when I'm broke. Like, everything going swell, these niggas is all around all the time, nigga. They always got, hey, man, let's go here, let's do this, and let's do that. Then when my paper ain't together, my phone don't ring no more. Crickets. Exactly. Like, I don't don't do that shit. Like, I tell motherfuckers, man, like, that's the shit. You got to be perceptive when it comes to people. And it's it's just common sense, like, and not even common sense. But it's like, um, what would you call it? It's like psychology 101, basically. Like, you know that at the end of the day, most people are going to be for what's for their personal best interests. Nobody's going to put your interests above theirs. So when it comes to motherfuckers who you fuck with, don't be fucking with motherfuckers who you could tell is an opportunist. Like, they're looking for the opportunity that you provide. But when you're not providing something that's of value to them, they dip out on you. Because at the end of the day, in in life period, if you're not useful, you're useless. So even if you're in a a relationship dynamic where you feel like somebody is using you, and nine times out of ten, in any relationship, you're being used. You just have to look at a situation where if you're using me, I should be using you for something. Like, what value do you provide for me in exchange for the value that I provide to you? Like, let's just say hypothetically, you have just a straight, regular, bare-bones friendship. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, oh, nigga, we hustling together or we doing this together and we making money. Just two niggas that know each other that like to go play basketball to each other. Mm -hmm. The value that I provide to you is companionship, and you provide me the same. And that is a 50-50 dynamic. So that's a good relationship. 
But if I'm always calling you and you like, oh, I'm already at the park. Like, damn, nigga, we're supposed to hoop together. Oh, shit, my bad, homie. I forgot to call you. Oh, man, I'm over here at this other park. Man, I, I, I forgot to hit you up. My bad. That's that's a fan relationship. Right. I shouldn't have to always hit you up. So, basically, I'm trying to use you and you not fucking with me. Or, like, let's just say you a dude and it's a woman. If you always paying for shit and she's not providing you no value... That's not a good fucking relationship. Because like I tell niggas all the time, I'm not against tricking. I might clown you for it, but at the same time, I understand. Because like uh, Bill Withers had a song called Use Me. Um, And basically the song was, um, you know, uh, I want to spread the news that if it feels this good being used, oh, you just keep on using me until you use me up. You know, and it's basically he was in a relationship with this girl and everybody was clowning him. Like, oh, man, you know, the bitch just using you for your money. The bitch just using. I don't give a fuck. This pussy's so good. I can't even tell. I'm hitting the top. Exactly. Nigga, I don't give a bitch. You can have all these checks. <laughs> and if if that's a good thing for you, like I tell niggas, I don't never shit on people's happiness. If you happy being a trick. I'm happy for you. Keep on keeping. Keep on tricking, my nigga. Don't let me stop you. Don't let my joke stop you. Because if her pussy is so good, you willing to give her your paycheck? By all means, my nigga. Because that's your life. You know, a lot of people is too fucking vested in what other motherfuckers got going on. And that's another, you know, relationship. Like, I don't even fuck with niggas who they whole business is shitting on my business. Mind the business that pays you. Don't mind mine. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm doing something that you feel like is incorrect or something that you don't like, like if, if you feel like I'm incorrect, by all means, correct me. But if I'm doing something that just perturbs you, ignore me. Like it's a trip how motherfuckers got so much criticism for what another motherfucker doing that don't affect them. Like if you're playing loud music while I'm trying to sleep, that affects me. But if you're playing a song that I don't like in your car driving up the street, that ain't none of my goddamn business. Like, it's a trip to see people on the internet making comments about other people on the internet that don't fucking affect them. You be seeing this bitch that be wearing this goddamn blue wig? That bitch looks so fucking ratchet with that blue wig. Oh, what that wig got to do with you? Nothing but, but. no but, but block the bitch. Yeah. But unfollow her. What the fuck? Why do you care? Anytime you got to put a butt, you know you're wrong. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's motherfuckers who literally just be in people's business just for the fucking sake of being in motherfuckers' business. And that's, like I tell that's the type of niggas I don't even like being around. Like, I, I take relationships very seriously, homie. Like, I, I done said on multiple occasions, me and you mm-hmm. came from a relationship with your cousin. Right. You know, me and Jason was co-workers, and we became cool. He introduced me to my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, Jack, nigga, Jason has, has been a very intricate... Providing. Yes, nigga, it's been a fruitful relationship. <laughs> nigga, my friendship with Jason is like, goddamn, nigga, my wife and p- practically a business partner. Right, right. Like, you know, and it's, it's relationships. Like, you always got to treat motherfuckers with a certain level of respect because you never know the type of ventures you'll go into together 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, especially going just off vibes. Like, you know, nigga seem cool as a motherfucker. So we always just stay cool. Like, whether it be, oh, we just friends on MySpace. Then we became friends on Facebook and mm-hmm. friends on Instagram and stay low-key in contact and yeah. shit. Like, oh, you know, what you been up to? My nigga, I ain't seen you in a long time. Not like we just had this instant click fucking friendship. Like, it wasn't right. like we met each other and just hit it off and was like, we've yeah. been friends ever since. Like, no, nah, nigga, we we knew each other, what, about four, five years? Pro- no, it's been long, nigga. Oh, no, we've known oh, each other okay. for at least 10. Yeah, 10. But oh, I'm yeah. saying hypothetically, like, the amount of time that we, from meeting to actually... Oh, yeah. Becoming normally talking to each other. It was a cool like five, six yeah. years, nigga, before we start talking to each other on the normal, yeah, we, regular basis. We ain't new to this, we true to this. Exactly. So it's like, nigga, we been knowing each other, but just, you know, motherfuckers meet and they be cool, especially like a nigga like me. Like, I'm not the type of nigga that's, I'm, I'm a, a person person more than a people person. Mm. Like, I have to really feel you out before I feel like, Nigga, we this. And that's probably how we, we got to this point, because I'm the same way. Yeah, like, you know, niggas be like, okay, every time I meet this nigga, he's cool. I'm not hearing nothing bad about this nigga. You know, he ain't never fucked me over or did nothing shady to me and shit like that. So it's like, all right, for sure, I can fuck with this nigga. Right. And I tell people, like me, I got a real short list of things that you can do to really make me not fuck with you. But when you do something on that list... That's it. Like my my not fuck with you game is impeccable. It's legendary. <laughs> like when it comes to niggas doing shit that I don't fuck with, nigga, we can go from best friends to don't fucking know each other in a in a Thanos snap. Yeah, and it should be that way because niggas out of hand these days, bro. Yeah, and like I tell motherfuckers, man, you know the 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 difference between your your best friend and Judas. Is nothing. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I fuck with niggas until they do some bullshit. Like, to me, you you innocent until proven guilty. Right. Unless you got some bullshit on your jacket. Because like I tell niggas, a lot of what gets you fucked up is that he ain't did it to me bullshit. You know your homeboy is a snitch. And you say, well, he ain't snitched on me. No, nigga, he ain't snitched on you yet. It's just like if you got a snake as a pet, he just ain't bit you yet. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean he ain't going to bite your fucking ass. Like, nigga, you could feed a snake and treat a snake very well. But if a snake get the opportunity to sink his teeth in your ass, that's what the fuck he going to do. You don't trust snakes. You don't trust rats. And if you a fucking eagle, why the fuck are you hanging around with rats and snakes? Like, that, that shit, I, like, I don't fuck with it. Like, I tell niggas, like, you know, I got niggas who know niggas who I don't fuck with. And they be like, oh, man, why when a uh, homeboy get around, you dip out? I don't fuck with the nigga. Oh, what that nigga do to you? Nothing, but I know he got that on his jacket, and I don't fuck with that. I don't know why you fuck with that. I shouldn't fuck with you because you fuck with that. And a lot of times, I don't. Mm-hmm. I tell niggas straight up, I stop fucking with you because I seen you fucking with homeboy. Well, you know, ain't like the nigga snitched on you yet. All The only reason that nigga ain't snitched on me is because he ain't had the fucking opportunity. A lot of motherfuckers ain't fucked you over because you ain't gave him a chance to fuck you over. And it's easy to say, oh, I just ain't got, I just ain't going to get that nigga a chance to fuck me over. That don't mean shit. 
you know, uh, it's it's a lot of shit that you do that you could be minding your business and bullshit will come to you. And right. I always put myself in positions where I'm not around the type of motherfuckers that's going to throw me under the bus when the shit start flying. Same here. You know, because some motherfuckers like, you know, like I tell niggas, man, like you around the type of people who they, they again, opportunists. And if the opportunity to fuck you over presents itself, they're going to take it. And it's going to fuck you up badly. And I don't fuck with that shit. I tell motherfuckers, man, like relationships is too fucking important in the good and in the bad. Um, Basically treating the right relationships right and getting away from the wrong relationships. Like when it comes to, you know, when you're young, like in, in the gangster shit. Any nigga who will put a gun in your hand but not put no information in your brain, that ain't your fucking homie. Like a nigga that's going to literally try to trick you off the street. Niggas who try to convince you to do some bullshit. Them ain't your friends. And as a little ass kid, your parents teach you that. You don't need to be around Raymond little ass. Raymond bad as a motherfucker. Raymond didn't been to fucking juvie twice, and that nigga's only 10. You don't need to be around Raymond little ass. We've been, te- we've been taught this shit from little ass kids. Like, this ain't no, like, way out crazy information that I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it in a fly way for motherfuckers to understand. But it's shit that you was taught as a little ass child. You don't need to be around certain motherfuckers. Like, you know, your, your parent might seem a little nerdy kid and be like, why don't you go fuck with Poindexter? He seems nice. And it's like, as a kid, you're like, yeah, fuck Poindexter. But at the same time, nigga, you're going to be 40 and be like, where the fuck is Poindexter? And you're going to see Poindexter pull up in the Bentley truck. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing, dude? Like, damn, De- Poindexter, where your ass been at? Oh, yeah, you know, I invested in these stocks and, you know, I bought a couple of properties and shit. And, you know, I got some little shit over here. You know, it's cool. Yeah. I just, just been on the Forbes list chilling. Yeah, exactly. That's like, it. yeah, you know, I just bought my fourth corporation. You know, it's cool, man. All right, man. How you guys doing? See you later. Nigga, Poindexter on top. Nigga, all them little dorky motherfuckers your ass was clowning in school. Nigga, they somewhere doing very well. And you fucking with the cool kids struggling. Why you think in... in- in school, like that was the thing to to shit on the the smart people or the bookworms. Why? Where do you think that came from? That I'm not completely sure. It's just like for some reason we're attracted to dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just like why comedy is more popular than documentaries. Like we would rather be entertained. Like we we rather stick to what's cool. Like the Migos are more popular than MF Doom. Right. Like, you know, we... Uh, uh, intellectual shit just not attractive. It's not flashy. Like, we rather kick it with the, the tall football player or the pretty cheerleader than the nigga with the fucking pocket protector and the glasses and shit. Like, and me personally, I've always been more into that shit. Like, growing up, I always remember all the best conversations I ever had was with my nerdy homeboys. We would sit there talking about wrestling or anime or cartoons or video games, shit like that. Like, I, I enjoy talking about dorky shit. Mm-hmm. But me, I've always been a chameleon. So I could sit there and kick it with the dorks and shit. And then, you know, in school, over, I'm chilling with the pretty bitches. Like, it, I just was always able to do both and shit. 
a lot of niggas couldn't because a lot of my nerdy homeboys, like, they wasn't into being fashionable and shit. Like, they wasn't into what the fucking new fashion trend was or what the new shoes was and shit. They was more into what their hobby was. And a lot of that shit turned into something. Like, you know, you fucking with a dorky dude who was real in the Yu-Gi-Oh and shit. Now he got a card shop. Right. You know, you fucking with the nigga who was real heavy on the computers and shit. Now he got, he done created an app or some shit. Because that's, that, you know, they was into their passion. They was into a passion that was something that could turn into something. Mm-hmm. And it they could monetize it. A lot of motherfuckers who value friendships and dumb shit, they they not nowhere. Like they they still trying to find themselves in life. A lot of people relationships and how they treated certain relationships, um, it staggered them. It slowed them down in life. Like you was so busy chasing niggas, or you was so busy chasing bitches, it fucked you up in life. And like you know. I heard from a dude named Eben Gregory, who was a blogger early 2000s. You could chase, you will lose a lot of money chasing bitches, but you'll never lose bitches chasing money. Mm. Like that shit was life changing advice. Mind blowing. Man, like it, 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 it was some powerful shit. Like, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Damn, that's some real shit. And I've always believed in that. I, I lived by it before I heard it because I ain't never let bitches fuck my bag up. But right. at the same time, you know, it, it is what it is. It's, it's advice that has to be given to a lot of niggas because a lot of niggas, you know, them motherfuckers will literally miss work for a bitch. And it's it's just life. Like I said about the, the tricking dynamic. You know, the the value that you provide to a woman is monetary, and the value that she provides to you is sexual. So that's a 50-50. It's a push. A lot of niggas try to play the player role, like, man, ain't no way in hell I pay for pussy. Yeah, right, nigga, you bought that car because of pussy. So how you saying you're not paying for pussy? You brought that, them $1,200 pairs of shoes. Nigga, you you bought that, them gold teeth. You bought that big-ass Rolex chain. That wasn't for you. Because if bitches didn't like that fucking chain, you wouldn't, wouldn't have, it. have it. A lot of the shit niggas got is for bitches. You pay for pussy in, 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 in ways you ain't even know you was paying for pussy. Like, a lot of dorky niggas who I fuck with, they were never into that shit. They wasn't trying to get the new Jordans, nigga. Them motherfuckers wanted Mortal Kombat too. Mm-hmm. Bitches don't like Mortal Kombat too, but I do. 
And I think that's what always helped me when it came to dealing with females. Like I've always been into my things more than I've been into other people. So like when it was time for me to do some shit and say, am I choosing a bullshit relationship or my personal moving forward? I always choose moving forward. And when I choose relationships, I choose relationships based on what's going to move me forward. And the advice that I always give people is when you look at all your relationships in life, look at the value you provide and look at the value provided by the person who you're in the relationship with. And that will determine whether or not this is a fruitful relationship or just some bullshit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I tell people, a bullshit relationship here and there ain't bad. Like, you know, you might have a friend who y'all get, you know, you got your friend that you get together and do hood rat stuff. You know, because every now and then you want to have some hood rat fun. Like I tell bitches, you know, ain't ain't nothing wrong with having a hood rat nigga that ain't got no money to come dick you down real good. You know, that bum sex different. <laughs> you know, fucking a crazy bitch or a broke bitch, that's some that's some phenomenal pussy, nigga. They got that, that grade A USDA, nigga. They got that they got that quality, medium rare, magnifique motherfucking, what you call that shit? They got filet mignon. <laughs> they got that tomahawk. Man, hell yeah, nigga. They got that Kobe beef. <laughs> Kobe, no, no, that, that Wagyu. <laughs> yeah, Wagyu. <laughs> they got that Wagyu. You know, oh, shit. bitch got $3 in her pocket, but she got $2 million worth of pussy between her legs. God damn. But you know, it's nothing wrong with having one relationship like that in your life. We all got a motherfucker we stupid about. But at the same time, you can't be stupid with all your relationships. Right. Like, you can't be surrounded by toxicity. Because at the end of the day, if you hang around with four broke niggas, you're going to be number five. Single. Like, you you, you don't want to be in, in that type of situation, nigga. You always want to be in a position, like I tell niggas, I would love to be the brokest nigga in my crew. Because all that's going to do is inspire me to get more money, to catch up to the crew that I hang around. Like, I would rather be surrounded by a bunch of niggas that's smarter than me. Like they say, if, if you're the smartest nigga in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm -hmm. And and I agree with that fully. <clears throat> if you're the smartest nigga in your clique, you in the wrong clique. If you're surrounded by niggas that's not helping you grow, you don't have a circle. You in a cage. You should be surrounded by, or you should be surrounding yourself with motherfuckers who gonna help you move forward. Like, all, not all your friends, but most of your friends should be people who are helping you to do something. They should be able to teach you something or show you something or provide something for you. Like I, I tell niggas all the time, like I would love to be friends with a nigga who knew how to do floors or a nigga who knew how to do electronics or a nigga who knew how to fix computers, a nigga who know how to do this and a nigga who know how to do that. Like I have a friendship well, my partner who did my floors and painted my house, my homeboy is a handyman. I am a homeowner. So that's a great relationship. Mm -hmm. And me and this nigga was tight before we had this dynamic of our friendship. But you should be creating friendships with people who are going to bring you value like that. Like you never know the type of value that a person will provide for you. But it's always good to foster the right relationships with the right type of people. Some people you just click with, like it's just instant. Like we got a good chemistry. Like I like this dude. Right. And you should keep in contact with motherfuckers like that, especially when you know that this is the type of nigga that's doing something 
to the good. Like, you know, I'm I'm fucking with this nigga right here. You know, me and this nigga, we real cool. Oh, you know, what's the nigga into? Oh, I ain't really sure. Then you find out later, like, oh, this nigga's in the stock market. And now he giving you tips that could literally make you hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars mm-hmm. because of the relationship. Like, oh, you know what? Oh, you, man, I remember that time we met, you know, such and such doing whoop de whoop. Man, you cool as a motherfucker. Hey, nigga, I got, got this little inside tip, man. You know, it's this little company. They got this and whoop de whoop. Man, you, you put about two, three hundred. Then a couple years, nigga, you'll be buying a Lamborghini. Just like, you know, like just say hypothetically, like LeBron's homeboys. They got cool with the right nigga in high school. Now motherfuckers on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Jackpot. <clears throat> exactly, nigga. Like a friend could be a lottery ticket. And again, it's not a a situation where they rolled him to the top because they got their names cracking on their own. But at the same time, they used the relationship. And he used relationships as well. Because let's just say hypothetically, your friend is seven feet tall. He, You know he going to the NBA. But he fuck with you because you loyal. You always got his best interests at heart. And he feels like you're an authentic person. You're providing him value. You're providing him with something that a lot of other people are not providing him with. Because a lot of people who he's around, he don't feel is authentic. You're providing him authenticity, something that he needs. So it's not that, oh, man, you only fucking with that nigga because this. Like, no, nigga, that's really just my friend. And like I said, when it comes to relationships, it's the value you provide. And you should always be asking yourself, within anything like when you in a relationship with a spouse Mm -hmm. what value do i provide just like you know we always discuss on the cat versus dog podcast at 3 p.m like you know what what do men provide to women and what do women provide to men why is it that men don't want to marry women because a lot of times they don't see the value in marrying a woman they only see the risk they see I could lose half my shit fucking with this bitch. But they don't see, like, you know, if the marriage goes well, she could help me literally build an empire. Because a lot of niggas wouldn't be where they was at without they woman. Mm-hmm. You know, Snoop Dogg might not be where he was at without the boss lady. E-40 might not be where he at without his wife. So you got to look at relationships like that. Like, you got to look at having the right motherfucker in your corner being like one of the best things for you in life. Jay-Z might not have a billion dollars without Beyonce. And vice versa. Like, you know, the the type of motherfuckers that you're around in life could provide you great value, but you gotta, you gotta harbor those, those right relationships. You gotta, when you around the right motherfuckers, you gotta treat that shit the right way. Like you gotta be a, a good friend to good people. And you got to learn how to be nothing to motherfuckers that's nothing. Because some motherfuckers are providing you no value. At all. Just a constant tug and away on you. They yeah. actually holding you back more than helping. Exactly. Like some motherfuckers are friends to literal leeches. Like motherfuckers that ain't doing nothing for you. And you the best friend in the fucking world. Like you doing this for the motherfucker and this for the motherfucker. Every time they call your phone. They got a question that, oh, man, I need this. Hey, man, I am I was a little short on, you know, the rent this month. Man, could you look out for your boy? Hey, man, you know, could, could I hold 40? Hey, man, you know, uh, 
times is tough, dog. Why the fuck are we, are we friends or am I the bank? Like, you know, that's, that's when you being used. You got to know when, when you being used and when, you know, like I said, being used ain't wrong if you using them for something. Right. You know, cause I don't have a problem with a motherfucker who's asking me for money if they providing me value. Cause like I had a conversation about a, a friend that I've had in life where I would provide this person revenue. But whenever I needed something, whether it be something physical or something like that, they would always provide it for me in return. And this ain't a sexual situation, but like say hypothetically, this motherfucker hit me up, needed 40 bucks. All right, for sure. Here go 40. Damn. My brakes went out. This motherfucker did my brakes for free. It's an exchange. All right. So if I'm providing you something and you providing me something back, that's an exchange. If we in a marriage and I provide the money, but you cook, clean, do all of this, that's an exchange. Even when it's a 50-50, if we in a marriage and we both work, but we both do housework, I do this, you do this, I do this, you do this, that's 50-50. But if it's one motherfucker doing all the shit and another motherfucker just relaxing, that's not a healthy fucking relationship. And that's just all across the board. Like I tell niggas, when it comes to friendships, relationships with women, even a colleague relationship with a job, like I tell motherfuckers, you should never be in a job where you feel like you working too hard for what you get paid. There's always other jobs. Like, you got to look into shit like that. Like, you got to realize the value that you provide to an employer. Like, you are providing value to them. That's the reason that they hired you. So if you feel like they're not providing you with what you need, you need to get the fuck up out of there. Because there's other people that will hire you. If you feel like what you're doing is, is, is or what you're getting is not enough for what you're doing, you got to bounce. Like, I tell motherfuckers, like, say, let's just say truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm doing this, 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 and this. Man, how much you getting paid? Man, I'm only getting paid this. If you say only when it come to what you getting paid, you should be updating your resume. I tell niggas that shit all the time. Like, in, in life period, you got to keep your resume up to date. You should always be putting yourself in a position where you don't need no motherfucking body because people always treat you better when they know you don't need their ass in any fucking thing whether that be friend, girlfriend, boyfriend, any of that shit. When you own your shit and a motherfucker know that you don't need them, it's always a, a, a better dynamic. Motherfuckers be more willing to, or more inclined to treat you better when they know that you don't need them. Like, you know how, like, you see, like, how, say, a celebrity treats his yes men as homeboys mm-hmm. like shit stepping all over him because nigga you niggas wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me you bitch ass niggas go give me some water and they'll go do it because they i need him nigga you're a bitch but you know they feel like that's a healthy relationship for them like he's providing me the status of being Mayweather's homeboy and I'm providing him a bitch ass nigga to treat bad. 
But it's That's like, true. yeah, nigga. But it's like, nigga, you got to look at shit, shit like that. Like, I know niggas that's only fucking with niggas because they got money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Like, you you a yes man to a nigga just because he got more money than you. That's lower than a groupie. A man doing that is lower than a exactly. groupie. Exactly. It's worse because at least, you know, she she getting some dick, nigga. Like, what the fuck is you getting? The same shit? Some dick? <laughs> fucking... <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> oh shit! Like for real though, nigga. Like you, you, she, she dick riding, you dick riding. Y'all doing the same shit, but at least she a girl. Like that shit is fucking crazy to me. But you know, it's relationships, and if that dynamic is cool with you, for sure, nigga. You know, the circus is always looking for clowns. But me personally, that just ain't my thing. Like I tell motherfuckers, I don't never dick ride a nigga because of his success. Because I could go get my own damn success. And one bad step, one one thing that he do wrong, and he could lose all that shit. And now we all fucked up. Because me personally, I believe in... If, if you fucking with me and you below me, I should be trying to help you get to where I'm at. Because if I fall off and you up here, you can help pull me. It's easy for you to pull me up from where I'm at than for us to all be down here and try to push one of us up. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather be around a bunch of niggas getting it how I'm getting it than being around a bunch of broke-ass niggas because that's a problem with a lot of niggas. A lot of niggas would rather be the the, the, the rich nigga around a bunch of broke niggas. That's that's a, that's a big problem. And it won't, it won't help niggas. Exactly, because, like, think about it, my nigga. If, 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 if I got money and y'all niggas are broke, Something happened to me. Now I'm broke too. Now what? But if I got bread and all y'all niggas got bread, if something fucked up happened to me, and I'm like, look, my nigga, if you invest, if all y'all niggas give me like 60 bucks, I could get back on my feet. And that'll put me back up to where y'all niggas at. But if if I go from 10,000 and we all at zero, what the fuck are y'all going to do for me? We all broke now. Now we all fucked up. We all at square one. Like, I would much rather be surrounded by niggas that's all on the same way. Same fucking thing. Same trajectory. We all move. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Moving up together mm-hmm. because we could all help each other move up together. But if I fall, nigga, y'all niggas can't push me back to where I was at because if y'all niggas could have got me where I was at, y'all would have been where I was at. So it's like, nigga, you got to treat your relationships in certain ways that'll put you where you supposed to be or where you should be or where you want to be. Not just, oh, well, I'm getting it. Them niggas better get it how I got it. Fuck that shit. Everybody know, nigga, as far as me, I'm a truck driver, nigga. Most of my friends are truck drivers because of me, whether directly or indirectly. A lot of niggas, if if you wasn't, like, put it this way, a lot of my homeboys, if they wasn't getting the same type of money that I was getting doing other things, 
I'm for sure going to be like, man, what you need to do is get in these motherfucking trucks. As you should. <clears throat> like, nigga, I, I love to see one of my homeboys tell me, nigga, I make more than you at my job. Good. Because a lot of niggas, they don't want for their friend to surpass them. So they don't like to give their friend the information that put them where they was at. Like, oh, you know, I work up here at the hospital. I'm not going to tell them niggas to work up at the hospital because they might take my job. Nobody's going to take your job. If anything, they'll just have the same job as you. But, like, it's happened to me two or three times where I put a homeboy up on truck driving and they make they make more money than me. I got, like, four or five homeboys who, who I put down and now they make more money than me. That's good. And you, you ain't a hater. It ain't, it ain't fucking with your pockets. You, you know, some people... The wrong people would be mad. Like, I can't believe this motherfucker. I started hearing this. That ain't how it works. You, if you, that means you put them on for the wrong reason. You know what I'm saying? If you put, if you gen, genuinely put them on to uh, upgrade their life, you should be happy from here on out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Now tell niggas that shit. Like, nigga, you should, you should never be mad to see a nigga who, who, who you helped surpass you. All right. You know, the, the teacher should always be happy when the student surpasses them because that means you're a good teacher. Yep, you did you did a, a wonderful and perfect job in, in that. Yeah, exactly. You fulfilled your purpose. Correct. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, like, you should, you should never compete with your kids because you're a terrible father if you're better than your son. You, shouldn't, you should never want to be above a motherfucker who you supposedly was trying to help. So like I tell like me and my little cousin, I tell him all the time, like nigga, I I love seeing you do shit better than I did it at the age that you at. That makes me feel good. Like I I I would love to see you pass me in everything in life. Just like with my son. I would love to see my son doing a thousand times better than me. Like fuck the bullshit, nigga. Any nigga who 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 trying to spoon feed you. Instead of teaching you how to feed yourself, ain't your fucking friend. Like, I don't even like niggas like that. Like, when you ask them, hey, man, you know, how, how'd you do this? And they be like, oh, you know, a little bit. You know, I do my thing. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny, because I do that shit to the homies, but they know I be joking. They be like, oh, here this nigga go. But I'll never be serious, you know. that. But niggas like that, that's... Stay away from them niggas. Yeah, man. that sucker shit. Like, nigga, in, any nigga who, who just... His his whole his his thing is I'm better than y'all. You never want to fuck with a nigga who feel like he better than you, especially because of some financial shit. Like that shit bullshit. You should always want to fuck with niggas who who gonna try to help you do better and get it like they getting it and get it with them. Right. Like nigga, I like. Let's just put it this way: the Miami Heat in 2012 and shit like. A friendship that turned into championships. Mm-hmm. You know, and LeBron is the king of this shit. That nigga get cool with a nigga. Hey, man, come join the team, nigga. Go get these rings. Shit, you see that nigga was, uh, for, you know, trying to tighten that little friendship up with AD. Now AD play for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, friendships will put you in the right position. The right friendships will help you out. Just, you know, it's... It's priceless. Like, it, I can't think of the word right now for how helpful that shit is to you. Like, it's invaluable, the right friendships. Because if you get the right motherfuckers around you, and again, it ain't always going to be a fucking nigga 6'9", 
275 freight train that runs a 4-2 that could score 40 points a game in the NBA. But just a friend that could nigga, help you get a good job. A lot of the best jobs I've gotten have been from homeboys. That's facts. Or somebody you knew. For exactly. Me, like a, a, a nigga who I knew through a nigga. Like my homeboy's <clears throat> dad or, you know, my, my homegirl baby daddy. Like... You know, it's it's relationships. It's all being around the right people, putting yourself in the right positions to be around the right motherfuckers, presenting the right persona to the right motherfuckers, like giving the right first impression, saying the right shit. Like I tell motherfuckers, man, like, you know, a, a, a first impression is priceless, homie. Like the, the first time a nigga meets you, like, just, let's just say hypothetically, like I tell niggas, the worst thing you can do sometimes is be introduced to a motherfucker at the wrong time. Mm. Like, imagine if Snoop Dogg heard your mixtape, but it was the first mixtape you ever did. Like, it was the when you first learned how to rap. Yeah, that's that's most definitely the wrong time. Yeah, like I tell niggas, man, like sometimes the worst thing you could get is promotion. Like, you would hate for this bullshit, like episode, let's just say, like the, the fucking... The pilot of Too Much Game was what got presented to a motherfucker at Spotify. I'm not gonna say that. Maybe, maybe uh, the Pork Chop and Applesauce show. But I'm just saying though, like that <laughs> when when you first learning how to do some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know you, and this is how I feel about like meeting a bitch when she drunk. My first time meeting the bitch, she acting belligerent. Do you think I'm gonna want a relationship with her? No. Like, I, nigga, I, I I tell my wife this a lot. Like, I'm glad we met at the time we met as opposed to the time we first could have met. Like, you you might meet your soulmate when y'all both 13. And at 13, you like punching girls in the face. Nigga, by the time y'all 27, she like, nigga, you punched me in the face when we was 13. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if she'd have met you at 27 and mm-hmm. y'all both mature and intelligent and y'all do the same thing for a living, it's like, you know what? I really like this nigga. And sometimes your chemistry later could supersede the first impression. But a lot of times, nigga, that first impression is a strong impression in people's minds. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. So like I tell motherfuckers, nigga, when, whenever I meet motherfuckers, I try to be on my best Shit, and me personally, I'm not good at it. Like I'm, I got this look on my face. I don't fuck with strangers. I don't trust strangers. Facts. But like, I, I literally make a conscious effort when it comes to meeting certain people. Like it's just like job interviews. Like I'm not the type of person that prides myself on changing who I am for people. Like you know how motherfuckers got the job interview voice and shit. I'm not good at it. Like, you know, when they're like, well, you know, um, why do you want to work at Xerox? And you're like, well, I'm very passionate about copying on paper. I really like black ink and white paper. I'm 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 very intrigued by how black ink shows up on white paper. Me personally, nigga, I, I talk like this all the time, even in job interviews. This is the fucking voice that I got. That's part of the reason I chose truck driving as a profession because it's not something that you got to have a certain look or personality for. Like, I don't got to fake it when I go to fucking get in my truck. 
Mm-hmm. I could talk how I want to. I could look how I want to. I could do what I want to and just drive my truck and not have to be worrying about motherfuckers. But when you in like customer service, you have to always have that first impression to people. Like you're literally the face of your organization. And I couldn't do that shit. I could only be the face of myself. And the face that I want to present is this fucking face. Like I, I, I couldn't be in a situation where I got to fake it for motherfuckers. So when it comes to how I get down with people, I always present this because right. that's something that damn they got been, you know, 57 minutes and I haven't talked about that shit. When it comes to getting into relationships and starting relationships, you always want to lead with who you actually are. That's invaluable. Like when it comes to meeting women, don't lie. Ever. Don't lie to bitches. Like, niggas who like to try to pump it up, like, yeah, baby, I'm this and I'm that. Now, you know, fuck that shit. Do niggas still lie? Hell yeah. Damn. Hell motherfucking yeah. Look at Instagram. Hey, remember remember the, the lie? Uh, yeah, I got a car in the shop, though. You remember the <laughs> Yeah, nigga, my, my mom stayed with me. Yeah. yeah, nigga, she in the back room. You know, we we, we go half on the wrench. You know, I'm, I'm just living here to, to, to look out for my mom. I'm helping my mom out. No, oh, man. yeah, this is my car. You man, don't don't worry about all my mom pictures and shit in the car. You know that's my mom. You know me and my mom. We I, I let her drive my car a lot, so you know she like to put her little shit to decorate my car. This your car? You drive a pink VW Beetle with eyelashes on the headlights? Yeah, this my car. That's your baby mama car, nigga. But yes, niggas still be lying. You should never start no relationship based on a lie. Right. Because that's going to fuck you in the end. Like I tell my homeboys, whenever my niggas propose to their woman, I always tell them, make sure whatever you were when y'all was engaged, you that throughout your marriage. If you presented yourself as an alpha male, gangster, tough guy, you better be that nigga. Keep that same energy. Exactly. Because trust me, there's going to be some times in your life where you're going to have to prove that all that shit that you was lying about is real. And that's in anything. Like when you in a relationship with friends, I tell people all the time, all my friends don't have to be gangsters. All they have to be with me is honest. Because mm-hmm. if you tell me, hey, look, nigga, if it's a two on two, I'm running. At least I know to run. Don't tell me, man, if it's two on 10, nigga, we squabbing. <laughs> and then it's two on 10. And I knuckle up, and then I hear footsteps. <laughs> Hold on, nigga, didn't you say we was going to fight? <laughs> because trust me, nigga, if you tell me if it's 10 on 2, we running, I'm running. We running. <laughs> nigga, it's a race, nigga. We jetting the fuck out. But if you tell me, nigga, we squabbing, we going to be two squabbing niggas. Because I believe in that shit. Like, nigga... I'm not the toughest motherfucker in the world. I ain't a bitch, but I ain't the toughest nigga in the world. So if I'm with a nigga who's saying he gonna run, what's the point of me getting my ass beat? To look tough? I'm 36 motherfucking years old. Nigga got kids. Nigga, I ain't trying to explain why the fuck a nigga knocked my teeth out and I got a black eye and a busted lip and my nose broke, nigga. Dang, daddy, you got beat up? Because you know kids think they dad can whoop anybody. Exactly, nigga. To, according to my kids, I'm a goddamn superhero, nigga. <laughs> I'd like to keep it that way. Right. Nigga, coming home looking like I got 
locked in a small room with Thanos ain't gonna I'm help just about that to say, image, damn, bro. Damn, dad, who you into, Thanos? Exactly, nigga. Damn, dad, the fuck you got jumped by the Avengers, nigga? Shit. No, nigga, I can't have that happen. <coughs> you know, so when it comes to that shit, man, like, you know, just any any relationship dynamic, man, lead with authenticity. Always start and throughout your friendships and any relationship that you have in life, the number one trait that you're going to have is authenticity. And when it comes to the relationships that you have with people, you should always be looking at what value do they provide to me and what value do I provide to them? Because it's it's reciprocity. You shouldn't even be in a relationship that you feel is one-sided. Even if you're the, the person that's in an advantage, you shouldn't even want to be using motherfuckers because karma's a motherfucker. Mm, ain't it, man? That's going to come back on you. So you should always be in a 50-50 relationship with everybody and always try to find the relationships that's going to help you move forward in life because relationships is going to be invaluable to you. A re- the right relationships will put you in a position where you could be either wealthy or fucked up. So keep that in mind whenever you choosing the relationships in your life because at the end of the day, all relationships in your life are chosen, whether family or friends. You can't choose your family, but you can choose whether or not you fuck with them. So if your family is toxic to you, cut their ass off like you would cut off a friend. But at the same time, never disregard family because they going to be there when your friends ain't. But I'm going to go ahead and close the mic on that shit or drop the mic. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Damn Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. That nigga was late with that, yes, sir. I had my shit on mute. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com forward slash townhouse media. T O W N E house media. I'm available on all streaming platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be there. I record live 3 o'clock on Sundays, live on Spreaker and Facebook Live. Um, I think that's about it, man. Same bad time, same bad channel next week. I'm available, man. Go check me out on all streaming platforms. Every episode is hot fucking fire. So y'all motherfuckers go check out every episode that you missed. Catch up on some of this game, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.